0: I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot.
1: Hey, welcome to another episode of the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. I'm your host, Rod, joined as always by my brilliant co-host.
2: Oh, Karen. And
1: we are live on a Monday, ready to do some And Just show note, uh probably won't be a show tomorrow. Got some plans, got some stuff I got to do um and then uh we also before the show went live got like a thing on crowdcast that was like you reached your 40 hour limit or whatever which we've never gotten before in all the years that we've been doing this and so i think they're changing like pricing and limits and all this stuff for the uh the the streaming service which is fine but we didn't get a heads up so we didn't like we almost didn't do a show today because i was like i don't know what we're gonna do but uh so depending on how that works out we may or may not have to switch streaming platforms we'll let you guys know because yeah. you know i know we are prolific users of whatever we go and yeah. our stuff can take a couple of hours or more just for like one episode and we do four or five a week not counting the behind the paywall stuff so right. it's just, it could be a bit of a to-do um so we'll see what happens with that everybody just letting you know so y'all won't be you know too shocked if we have to switch mm-hmm. um the official weapon of the show is an unofficial sport a bullet ball extreme, extreme 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 uh lots of stuff to talk about today uh we could start anywhere just about um uh i guess we can start with some music for the um for the news though um and then we'll then we'll get into the show let me Pick what to play this with. Let's see. All right. nice smooth beat um news cardi b to seize nine thousand dollars from tasha k in her ongoing efforts to collect three million dollars now tasha k says she ain't got it and the thing for me is if you ain't got it that's even more reason you shouldn't fuck around
2: and uh truth be told you ain't never have it
1: Mm mm-hmm yeah that's the truth it's one of those things where like you might think you ain't got nothing to lose but when you definitely ain't got three million and somebody takes nine k you gonna feel that you gonna feel that
2: that's a third of somebody's whole annual income for the whole year my nigga
1: yeah so good luck to her you know what i'm saying it's cardi is and her people is is trying to recoup that stuff they put submitted subpoenas to her bank and google Yep,
2: yeah, and and all jokes aside it was one of the things where you showed your ass so bad that cardi was like fuck it i'll take you to trial and then yeah. when she won she was like no 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 i want all my motherfucking dimes just for or the all, hassle
1: not you- even all my dimes i want all what? your dimes because you ain't got the dimes that you owe me but i'm gonna take whatever i can get because fuck you
2: right because we didn't have to be here like all i basically wanted was an apology and you take it you took it down and you just was like yeah fuck you yeah okay fuck me okay Okay, and i think
1: this is also the difference between like these bloggers and personalities and journalism like a lot of people play around in the journalistic news space But they're not that they're just opinion givers and a lot of people don't understand legally you can't have opinions that are facts that are that you're posing as facts that are lies like you can't have the opinion she worked as a as uh, Cardi B worked as an escort she had an STD and used hard drugs and you can't prove it right like I think what she thought was that well Cardi won't like try to disprove it I'm just another person talking shit and it's like no actually you not and people i know some people try to turn because they do this with every time a person of a marginalized identity fucks up it's always just why they got to go out him i'm telling you right now other outlets that have stuff like editors lawyers fact checkers they're not saying shit like this right because it so, runs through people so all that like tmz say the same stuff they actually don't Mm-mm. Like, like if you look at the way they they couch the things they say, even when there's speculation, had, had rumor, it. close sort a source close to the person, like it's never just she got AIDS or whatever the mm-hmm. fuck, and now look at you, you know. Um, so that that's just that's just wild, and you know, good luck to Cardi getting her money. Uh, let's see what else has happened. Young Thug files for bond yet again claims he can't stay healthy in jail due to the food having zero health benefits. Now he's on trial for the Rico. Him and and the YSL boys and they've been having all kinds of shenanigans in courts. Lawyers have gotten arrested. Oh shit! Drugs have been exchanged in the courtroom.
2: Oh that's that dude!
1: Yes. Uh, you, You would know Young Thug from I know you always say you don't know who he is but Young Thug... From a million of our episodes, you've asked who he is, and I always <laughs> play the song Lifestyle.
2: Oh, Lifestyle.
0: Yes.
1: Yes, that's him. He's been in court every day, staying out of the drama, and now he's seeking bond once again, according to 11 Alive. His lawyer, Brian Steele, claims the artist is languishing in county jail due to a poor diet. I feel like you need a stronger word than languishing if you want to get out of jail for the shit he did.
3: <laughs> like,
1: you're going to need suffering, uh, distress, dying. You like, it's going to have to be a strong word. Like, languishing sounds like you just need a fainting couch. Like, <laughs> languishing Languages sounds sound like you got a thesaurus. It like, let me look up a big word. Languishing sounds like what Blanche Devereaux does on uh, Golden Girls.
2: Yeah she languishes you
1: know like i was languishing in the hot summer like that's how languishing sounds to me languishing doesn't sound it's not what you're saying still also claims there are zero healthy benefits to the food options in jail
2: no shit nigga you in jail you sound like the white people that got locked up with the capital walked in there and be like uh y'all ain't got no sushi no bitch it's jail no we would have it but y'all think (laughs) when you go to jail you don't nobody need nothing and then you go to jail and 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 just fuck you so we you know we just give you the bare minimum that's why you don't get the best of the best in jail
1: the lawyer also added that thugger's limited time outdoors is also affecting his health by the end of the week mr williams is fighting to pay attention to the going on in his case still setting his bond request Still would like Thug to be bonded out, saying conditions can be imposed which permit bond to be set.
2: And the thing is, it affects you. What about the other people there? It should affect them too. They just they not as famous and can't put it publicly out. But this should affect impact well, everybody in jail. Not
1: my fault. They can't afford a lawyer. I'm this, listen. The, if I'm Thug, I'm also if I'm in the same situation, uh guilty or innocent, and I have the lawyer and the people to, to do it, I'm sure I'd be requesting bond like. Oh, the the shoes in here, the soles of them is uneven. <laughs> oh, the bathroom handle, you got to jiggle it. Like, I need, it's I need to much. go home. I like, I, I don't blame him.
2: I don't blame him. But either. I
1: just also don't think the, the judge is going to let this shit slide.
2: Mm-mm.
1: Uh, let's see. Koi LaRay. Do you know who she is? Mm-mm. She is uh, a, a young 25 year old, uh, up and coming rapper. Okay she recently had a conversation with apple music one's uh eddie francis uh and she opened up about being body shamed for her petite her petite frame knowing that she can handle the mental stressors that come with it and um like i i follow her on the on the gram, and it is interesting because if you go into her comments she is always getting body shamed now she's at 7.5 4 million followers uh she's um uh it, like she twerks she does all the stuff that the, a lot of other rappers do but mm-hmm. then in the comments there's a lot of like talking about how skinny she is compared to the other girls that are rapping because you know everybody's either got like the bbl or like the they're thick you know like megan or something and it's like you know the, their body is considered the the end body compared to her now that being said you go with those women's comments and i guarantee you got some people saying stuff about they bodies
2: yes and probably saying the opposite (laughs)
1: right so she said i'm prepared for whatever honestly i've dealt with the body shaming situation honestly my whole entire career shout out to all the slim women out there i feel like i actually paved the way in the music industry for a slim woman to just finally be accepted honestly after a very long time i'm talking since maya and the left eye days now she may be she's 25 and right i don't know that she's paved the way quote unquote in the way of like because i already seen people trying to like debunk what she's saying to be like uh whitney houston and i was like she's 25 i don't think she means literally there were no skinny women before her right i think in within our lifetimes the paradigm shifted for women rappers specifically mm-hmm. but just kind of women celebrities in general and it is more uh you know like the body su- modifications and surgeries people get now are to thicken up not to lose weight you mm-hmm. know for all the time.
2: All right and years ago was almost the opposite if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah like you were saying almost the opposite and it is one of those things where you know it's misogyny ran amok mm-hmm. and people don't want to admit men and women and just everybody across the board mm-hmm. a lot of people have body issues like they internalize things just talking to people like You talk to people that are tall, because I've talked to tall people and they'll be like, I wish my feet were smaller, or I wish I Mm -hmm. wasn't as tall, and things like that. And it's like, you know, everybody wants what they don't have instead of just being comfortable in their own skin and just Mm -hmm. accepting, you know, whatever their body is. And I think. uh, And it's
1: also, though, not just accepting what your body is, it's people talking about it it's not just like when you're in the public eye it's people commenting on your body and giving their opinions and and all that stuff so you may feel more that you may feel comfortable but it's another level of comfort you have to reach when motherfuckers are commenting on you
2: yes and and consistently throwing things at you, you too skinny, you too fat, you too light, you too dark, why don't you have bigger titties, why don't you got a bigger ass, you know, you know, just for the, from the simple things, from your nose to the, to you getting your teeth fixed, like just the most mundane shit that actually don't matter, but people actually project because for a lot of people they have things wrong internally and instead of them uh, you know addressing these things they rather project on you and make you feel bad and have mental breakdowns and go off and act a fool online and then just laugh at at you because that keeps them distracted from whatever it is in life they don't want to look at
1: yeah and you can this is her ig you can see like she's skinny you know it's not like it's not like some abnormal thing or anything like no one's questioning her health or whatever and she's just doing her thing like rapping she always having fun she's still you know yeah
2: she she's small like one of my cousins one of my cousins she's in her 30s and she has literally been small like that she's had like three kids and every time she has a kid she literally drops back down to like a hundred something pounds almost instantly and I you think, know that's just how her body's made.
1: Yeah, and I think it's interesting because what happens is we have a hierarchy of acceptance and a hierarchy of who's the most discriminated against. So it's hard for people to accept that sometimes things cut both ways. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean it's equal. It doesn't mean it's the same. In a lot of spaces, uh, she's going to be the more acceptable person by the Eurocentric beauty standards of, of of the world and of America and all the you know all the people with power. But in this particular lane, yeah, she does experience some pushback and it's just the same. It's the same branch of misogyny mm-hmm. that the dark skinned women experience, that the uh, bigger women experience, that your more masculine presenting or dressing women experience. Like, it's all the same. Like, you're a woman, we want to control your body. Uh, you're looking a little too free over there and we don't that, like it.
2: That, that's what it is. And the thing is, what I've realized, particularly the older I get, the more confident you are the more self-loving you are the more uh like I don't give a fuck about what y'all say the more people have to say about you and this include families and friends yeah. and the people closest around you um too because sometimes they'll cut the hardest because they're the closest and it's also one of them things where you know sometimes you have to set people straight and put them in their place even family members be like hey what we not gonna do is this yeah
1: i I mean i'm more talking about the i agree but i'm more talking about just hers the industry not Mm -hmm. i don't know her personal life like that um she says i'm prepared for whatever honestly i've dealt with the body shaming situation honestly my whole career she oh she added and it's something important you talk about it's something very important you talk about i wake up every day and say i love my body i don't give a fuck when i put my clothes on i'm not saying yo i'm gonna put this on to troll i'm putting it on because i love to look good i love to feel good and that's what i personally genuinely love to wear and like and when they make it about my body it's just ongoing this gets old after a while it really does honestly you could take that same quote and say lizzo said it and it's honest to me it's the same like search for freedom and the same like revolutionary spirit of like i don't give a fuck if y'all gonna just like denigrate me you can't stop me from loving myself Mm -hmm. and this is what me loving my myself looks like right now so Mm -hmm. stay the fuck away from me
2: agreed
1: uh but yeah um i guess uh Apparently, um, her fellow rapper Lotto uh, had put out a song, put on, put it on the floor, and uh, uh, I'm sorry, Laree had put out a, a line calling out big Lotto um, with her song, put it on the floor, smoking on that gas, blunt big is Coy Lorray. Reads the bar that she took issue with. Lotto by here you go talking about my body. She initially tweeted, "Please do not." Okay, so Lotto said that about Cory Lorray. Um, please do not come on here and talk about nobody's body. LOL, like seriously. Out of all things, laugh my ass off. You'll blunt my size, laugh my ass off. This shit is never ending. She later admitted she may have overreacted to the line with Lotto attempting to clear things up by shouting out Cory during her second Coachella performance. Well, I'm glad they cleared that up because honestly, I do. I personally this is a personal preference i'm enjoying this era of like women rappers that fuck with each other
2: yes that that there can only be one that shit gets old
1: yeah like it was bad enough when you had men choosing winners and losers based Mm -hmm. on like the companies and the rappers that took women under their wings and you know some of them even propping up women that weren't really even rappers it's just like i'm gonna write all your bars and then you just perform them and and i get all the money and mm-hmm. the agency that these women have the control over their own careers the lack of attachment to men like yeah that, it's so fucking dope to me mm-hmm. that and and in this era you know after Nicki minaj you know because i don't know that i wouldn't count nikki as necessarily part of this because she often feels the need to like poke these other women rappers in in ways that can be very you know off-putting but this the post Nicki Minaj era of all these women working together and getting along is so fucking cool
2: yes and also it's one of those things too this is why some men particularly men of like your age and shit a lot of them some have all these wild opinions about the women rappers because They don't have to go through them anymore because of the Internet. They can actually do their own thing, start their own base, not be attached to a man. And a lot of men feel aware about that because they are used to shit just running through them. You know like why like why don't y'all come to me and get my blessing nigga ain't nobody nobody need your blessing i can literally do my own thing
3: and the
1: thing is their camaraderie is natural like it's not forced at all like only a crazy person would think that because they have so much control over their careers they're like hanging out with each other not just rap they're collaborating with each other it doesn't mean there's some idealistic view where they don't nobody dislikes each other no one ever gonna shoot a bar somebody it's gonna happen because that's what all people do Mm -hmm. but these people are like these women are legitimately like fucking with each other being on each other's tracks you know when you see like and like when a new one comes in it's not this like beat down of like who said she could be popular because that's what used to happen Mm -hmm. and it was like it was insane like it was like a new woman coming in we gotta jump in her shit and it's it's cool to be able to see like people be like no glorilla we let's get on the track and now you got cardi with glorilla or something like you know when you seeing remixes and everybody's on it we haven't seen that shit since i want to be down we had like a fucking 30 year drought of women rappers one there being multiple ones but then two they can actually fuck with each other and it is different and it is new and it's not forced and it's not just uh you know bullshit and it makes me feel like when left to their own devices a lot of times you know when it's not like an industry forcing this who gonna be the top rapper it can it can be a lot better low-key the men started kind of doing that Mm -hmm. like uh people don't even really talk about this shit but it used to be who's the king of new york no one even says that anymore no they do not like that like it doesn't like if if they all think it or none of them think it no one gives a fuck it's just like man work with who you work with you know the and the the main things that 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 like rap male rappers get into now is real beef like real crime beef like motherfuckers killing each other but it's not just some like i i gotta show you commercially that i'm the number one rapper from chicago it's more like i'm no one gangster from chicago i'll kill your ass but it's not the the rap thing like right. drake even beefs with push T or whatever and still you got all these motherfuckers collabing like if it was if honestly i think the biggest beefs in rap have been basically drake
2: mm-hmm. for the last
1: how many mm-hmm. years yep you know, like the men are the new women if you think about yeah, it
2: yeah when you think about that <laughs> yeah and particularly them two, they just go at each other with bars basically yeah mm-hmm. but
1: yeah it's just it's just interesting man I'm, I'm enjoying this time and i'm glad that you know and like i said i don't think i think what people do is they'll try to discredit what she's saying by being like oh so she's saying skinny women have it as hard as big it's like no one oh. said that that's that projection. You know, someone said on my Facebook page, I forget who it was, but she said, "As a big girl, you know, these kind of comments used to bother me, but then I realized I'm projecting onto her, and all of it is misogyny, and she's just dealing with it too. Yes. And she got her, she's living her life dealing with her issues. I'm living mine, dealing with mine. As long as we're not shitting on each other, then we're cool. Right? Like, like, and I—that's one of my issues with so with so many of the discussions. Of, people want to have in the in different forms is they don't know the difference between allowing someone to tell their story or trying to dominate and have the only story they don't know the difference
2: oh there's a difference.
1: and but because yeah. they don't know the difference i'm not attracted to those conversations mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. one of the reasons we don't talk about colorism on the show is i'm not attracted to the conversation where we want to mute one person and turn them into a white person for the purposes of our discussion no i want you to be a human because only on a human level can we re- relate to each other i can't i don't want to dominate you right i would like us to have an exchange even if you're going to say something that i'm that may go against what i'm saying i need that because you can't relate if you're silenced if not people just have resentment when they're silenced they and and we oversimplify shit to you know it's like in this conversation skinny people would be the white people in a colorist conversation light-skinned people be the white people it's like it doesn't always work 100 percent like that and it's okay to talk about the nuances of that you don't lose any zip off of your point you don't lose any place on the uh hierarchy of oppression to me to be like yo sometimes uh in rap skinny women getting getting shit at all and dark-skinned women are getting shit at all and bigger women are getting shitted on and it happens more often to dark skin and bigger women but it doesn't not happen to other people you know
2: yeah and it's also you know uh one of those things where sometimes people want to be a part of a conversation sometimes regardless of if they've experienced the thing or not (laughs) and then they make the thing about them regardless of if if the foundation of what they're saying is valid or not because like you say they have to make it the event about them because i've over the years i've just learned an event happens Mm. and including myself too i'm I'm not above it everybody takes the event and turns it around to be like how can i make this about me and then off to the races
1: yeah i think yeah and i think that's how we all do it mm-hmm. but then we don't really respect that other people do it like right they can only really discuss their lived experience without hijacking yours or doing some pity party shit and i don't want that either. my personal but i personally don't want the pity i would like a conversation but you know i don't want the looking down on me version of the conversation I like a, a genuine conversation if it gets a little ugly it gets a little um hard for people to handle the truth of it. That's fine, but I just think I don't think anything comes of like basically d- dismissing people from a conversation just because um d- d- they're saying something about their hardships. That's uh-huh. what I and that's what I find happening a lot. Agreed. Um Miguel Nuñez Jr. says a Joanna Man sequel is coming and Draymond Green wants to roll.
2: Joanna man, boy, they gonna have to change some shit, boy, that.
1: Okay, so start with this. Twitter doesn't like anything. So, they're not gonna like even the idea of this movie. Let alone, they don't even need to know if it's good or not. Right. The fact that it's even, (laughs) could happen, it means it's getting shitted on. Just, we can just start there. So, let's just take them out of discussion, cause we know for a fact, there's nothing they can make about they Jamada Man Two that they, they haven't even seen Juana Man One. They just know uh, the yep. plot. That
2: shit's twenty some years old, probably. Yeah, twenty one,
1: twenty one yeah. years old Um, now we did see this movie, or at least I did. Did um, we go
2: see it in the theaters?
1: I did for sure yeah. because mm-hmm. uh, as I've told y'all before on um, Ballsy Sports and stuff, I played basketball with some of the extras from this movie, who were the WNBA players that made up his team.
2: They was from the Sting, wouldn't they?
1: no no they were no no they weren't they weren't like select like they were seattle uh storm at the time uh, okay. uh some of them came from overseas but i played with some of these women and they came to the local ymca harris ymca my dad came that day and who never comes to the ymca but you know i was like you know if you want to run you don't have to go to the park come out here and play with me mm-hmm and so you know I signed up to play ball with my dad now I know my dad can shoot he always can shoot I mm-hmm. always could shoot my whole life so I knew we had a knockdown shooter and then it was so crowded you kind of just signed a list at the time and you played with who you played with and my dad also is a busy man he ain't gonna be there all fucking night playing basketball so it was one of those things where it's like my dad signed up and I signed up and then all these people saw these three women sign on the list and they just moved their names down oh because they didn't want to play with women and so it ends up pushing me and my dad up so it's me my dad okay so y'all go
2: up because they went down yeah okay
1: me and my dad and three WNBA players basically three professional basketball players that were women and we kicked so much ass that day we didn't lose a game we it was them women were killing Mm -hmm. my dad of course is knocking down the threes i'm distributing the ball you know it's like i wasn't even really having to be in the paint like one of the women on our team was almost seven feet tall she was hitting fucking hook shots and shit on these niggas i wish i could have seen that and i mean and and because of the way they did the list we ended up beating all them people that refused to play with us so I'll always have a soft spot in my heart for Joanna man cause it's uh to me I can't be unbiased it was like a personal like dope thing and then as a movie it's not as it's not as problematic as people think I already know what people are thinking it's it is and it's 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 actually a movie with a little bit of heart and like uplifting and Mm -hmm. you know and it like kinda all comes together um at the uh at the end but um it's but it's still I it's one of those movies where I'm like who green it in 2023 right you know where i'm like i'm now it could be if they do it right and smart it, it could, could be really good that's
2: what i said it could be good yes like i
1: think this is like what's, what's wrong with a lot of people is that they talk about comedy but they don't like comedy right and they don't see they don't see the importance of comedy and the depth of it i'm not saying this is what will happen but a a smart writer can write a movie where you're actually talking about inclusion the rights of trans people, what, how, how silly the way we treat gender is in the first fucking place. Um, in the, shit, in the first movie, you really, he really gets his eyes awakened to just how hard it is to be a woman. Cause he was taking so much shit for granted as a rich, like basketball playing man. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, it is like one of those, it could be good. I'm not saying it will be good, but it could, it could be fun in some ways. Um, we'll see what happens. Um, with this but th- the idea of like including more current nba guys is funny is joanna man in this she gonna have to be old she over 20 years older than the first film
2: yeah not unless you're gonna her grandbaby is like, like yeah like yeah. i think you
1: got to do almost like some fucking uh like have her and uncle drew play together i don't know
2: (laughs) (laughs) that's hilarious go get
1: all the old basketball players and and play for the kids center now i'll watch that play for go go straight 80s with it and play for the rec center you know yeah (laughs) <laughs> they always used to have like some landlords or some profiteering uh <laughs> gentrifiers come in and yes, they would be like let that be the problem i'm tearing down the kids center and building up uh
2: building a drug okay, house no you ain't and then they play basketball and right. win some
1: win some prize money yes right one game you know <laughs> for it all oh i'll let you play but only if you get Joanna man it's like oh, we haven't seen Joanna man in decades i know Jamada you man know. done retired and shit yeah i think Jamada man got exposed at the end of the first film i don't know what they was a prequel anyway <laughs> i'm surprised that they want to do it i'll tell you another surprise smoky robinson claims he and diana ross had a year-long affair during his marriage and it was beautiful
2: i bet it was <laughs> Um, what? is, 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 is that why he put, put out that, uh, hot thing? Gasms? Yeah, thing he got happening right now
1: he's 83 i feel like him and like quincy i feel like older black men are, they just get into an age where they like fucking i'm telling it all
2: right it don't matter no way i ain't,
1: i'm almost out this joint let me right. go ahead and tell y'all how y- your boy be used to like y'all down. tell
2: everything we ain't had no books and audio books and all that shit and podcasts to tell our shit so all
1: our shit is new at this point, we lucky that Harry Belafonte ain't tell us he was fucking Angela Davis or some shit. You never you know? know. Like, Harry Harry died with dignity. He Who knows what secrets he kept to the grave? Ooh, you know, who knows? That was a handsome famous man back in the day. Come he,
2: on. He was getting all that thing. He
1: could have been running through the Black Panthers. I don't know. I don't know. Mm-mm. But, yeah, he, um, Smokey Robinson um, uh, was talking, he opened up about a year-long affair he had with Diana Ross during his first marriage to Claudette Rogers. When asked in an interview with The Guardian whether he and Ross ever had a thing, he replies, yes, we did. And it lasted for about a year. It was a married. I was married at the time we were working together. It just happened, but it was beautiful. She was a beautiful lady and I love her right till today. She's one of my closest people. She was young and trying to get her career together. I was trying to help her. I brought her to Motown. In fact, I wasn't going after her. She wasn't going after me. It just happened yeah I think I shared this on Facebook and JL Covins said hotel
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> was he thinking about her with them gasms
1: I guess so he was cruising for a bruising from his <laughs> first wife uh, after we'd been seeing each other for a while Diana said to me she couldn't do that because she knew Claudette and she knew I still loved my wife and I did I love my wife very much I hear you man sometimes you love your wife and you just gotta have a year long affair and it's like hey this don't mean I don't love her though come on now uh-huh. uh, <laughs> he said uh, they say um, there was a rumor that he's Tracy Ellis Ross's daddy he said they say I'm the baby daddy he exclaimed his voice yeah, rising I'm the baby daddy, giving way to a laugh they say Diana Ross and I had Michael oh my god I never heard that one before oh wait not so wait not Tracy Ellis Ross was Michael Jackson oh people say they're the biological parents of michael jackson okay all right hotels it's <laughs> that's enough it's that's you know Hotel reddit it's enough reddit for you <laughs> this is the one good thing about the pandemic we lost the community of the barbershop and the barbershop is where these rumors used to start yeah okay? now they're on reddit next thing you know tommy Hill figure calling people nigger and you just like on oprah and you just like when did this happen i know um the
2: bk was made by the Ku klux
1: klan yeah <laughs> this is how it happened them pumping up shoes <laughs> he's like the kid is not my son okay um so yeah uh he asked if there was anything on his bucket list he said he liked to be in a movie and make a good movie and he liked to be a really uh, he liked to be a character in a good movie so there you go it's smoky robinson well all the smoky robinson he's out here, just spreading oh, everybody. All the smoke.
0: <laughs> yeah, he, he
1: blowing the smoke. God damn. He's like, I ain't keeping nothing to myself. These secrets got to come out.
2: I ain't got nothing to lose. Y'all ain't gonna get a tell-all book, so I'm just gonna tell it.
1: <laughs> I, I tell you who else, everybody business, everybody was in their business yesterday, and this one kind of surprised me because I don't be keeping up with this man, Brian Midnight.
2: What about Brian Midnight?
1: Uh. Apparently, he has uh, some drama brewing because he has a son, Brian McKnight Jr. Right? That's mm-hmm. his oldest son from his first marriage, I believe, or, or yeah. previous marriage. That's a,
2: yeah, that, that, yeah, that's his first. Son. That's grown.
1: Yeah. And I think it's for I think it's like a black wife situation. Like that was his black wife. Well, now I guess he has a new woman in his life and some new kids. And he named his new kid Brian McKnight.
2: Okay.
1: So his older kid is Brian McKnight Junior. Oh. Yeah. Now maybe it's like some George Foreman thing, but he forgot to put the numbers.
2: Number two.
1: You know, maybe he forgot to put George. He maybe forgot <laughs> to put Brian McKnight the third. Oh, I don't yeah. know. Um, because I didn't know his. He had no drama going on in his personal life like that. Um someone said so i just learned that brian mcknight named his newborn son brian mcknight he wasn't he has an adult son named brian mcknight jr this man's diabolical uh so on her quote tweeted and said i guess he started back at one
2: apparently so <laughs> did it reset
1: <laughs> well you know that was a song he made started back at one ah. yeah um,
2: <laughs> so he just had like a brand new baby
1: yeah with, wow. his, new, with his new family he
2: older than us wow yeah and all over again
1: so then i don't now this is like some twitter gossipy shit so i don't truly know how um how fact and source check this is but this is the tweet that started it brian mcknight disowned his biological kids has his name his new son brian my namesake but his eldest son brian mcknight jr this has gotten so messy and this is from the chempire
4: internet is now dragging singer brian mcknight after he named his child brian well here's the thing he already has another son that he doesn't have a relationship with anymore by the same name Brian it's so crazy how certain things get trending he posted this back in January of this year giving praise to his new son that he has with his new
1: wife now this is interesting cause this is something I talk about all the time and I can feel the contrarian me bubbling up but he did this in January and y'all just now getting mad about it in May
0: mm-hmm.
1: I just feel a little bit like Y'all didn't have that. We there go. Was
2: nothing else to do, Sal. <laughs> nothing else.
1: It feels a little, it feels a little for like somebody was, <laughs> somebody was like, oh, God, they won't stop tweeting about the NBA games.
2: <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know? Let me find something else to talk about.
1: <laughs> Let's
2: talk about how about Brian McKnight ain't shit. <laughs> and then then it was off to the races
1: yeah I don't know about I didn't know he didn't have a relationship with his older son or whatever so you know that, all this is news to me um, but I'm just already feeling this like I'm not getting outraged over this
4: uh uh-uh. uh which led people to kind of dig up old stories about brian mcknight and how he's left his old families behind you can pause the video to read the full statement however it's the second paragraph where he talks about the child and says the legacy of that love my namesake and my joy my baby boy you he has a son brian mcknight jr this is brian mcknight jr he's also a singer and you can always count on Twitter to break down how the situation unfolded. So Brian McKnight was married to Julie McKnight, had two sons, Brian Jr. and Nico, with her, cheated on her with Patricia Driver, and had a daughter, Brianna McKnight, who Julie treated like her own, disowned all of them, got a new wife, and stepkids, and didn't look back, allegedly. So The
1: streets have been talking to Brian. <laughs> allegedly doing a lot of work. I do, I do wonder about the whole disowning doesn't have a relationship because those are things that i wonder what the evidence of that is because normally if you have evidence of that you know you try to show your work and be Mm -hmm. like you know it's like how they did kirk franklin and they jumped to his shit and then you find out like oh his son has some mental health issues and some of this stuff isn't true and it's you know it's them trying to help him and being like these are the these are the situations in which we will deal with you but you can't just be you know you know, mm-hmm. Brittany Spears, all this shit, where it's personal, but then it becomes public, and then we start weighing in like we know everything. And I, I want to admit, I don't. I
2: know. Um, I actually don't care a lot of times.
1: Yeah. Bribing Nights nice Defenders pointed out that celebs like George Foreman and Boys and Men's YA Morris named multiple children after themselves, but it still does explain the over the top captions and make it seem like he never had a wife or kid before marrying his current wife, uh, Leilani yeah how do they um, get Mendoza. all that from
2: these statements like i said
1: it's date it's a little that crisp practice if okay, you don't if you that? don't like somebody and then you want yeah. to make it sinister yeah, I'm like
2: where are these connections that y'all claiming
1: yeah i mean because i low-key could see somebody like if my son is grown and i just had a new baby i might not be mentioning my other kids in it you know i don't think i mean it's I can see it being like either an oversight or just a like this post isn't about them it's not it's nothing what? animosity towards Mm-mm. them but you know anyway it's like whenever i do my annual anniversary post to karen i have to mention all my ex-girlfriends you know just to <laughs> people don't, don't, don't want nobody to feel left out <laughs> no, I'm, just, I'm just kidding everybody um, got to be included apparently uh, let's let's see let's see. Uh Many thought the post laid it on too thick to be anything but deliberate shade towards his family. Social media also suggested the singer confirmed the trolling by swiftly deleting the lengthy captions and limiting the comments. Well, I mean, yeah, after everyone jumps in your comments and starts accusing you of doing some shit, you are gonna change it. <laughs> what the fuck? That that's the thing. You can't use his reaction to y'all jumping in his shit as proof that y'all was right. <laughs> right see why I would he delimit the comments I don't know y'all were calling him a deadbeat bastard that left his family if it's not true you still want to mute, mute the comments right Um, but yes um, so then people turned it into he must hate black people and his black children because they're black which I'm gonna be honest I I was looking for the proof I think it was just so many people were making the joke that it just became true to these niggas like mm-hmm. they were watching Fox News.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Cause I didn't see anything where he said some like anti-black shit or said something about that he don't want black children or something like that. So I don't know. Um, is yeah, it was just kind of crazy how it was going off. I don't see it either. Um, so, <laughs> another twitter user already spotted that his bio only acknowledged his children with Leilani even though they're not all biologically his Mm. mmm
2: they be digging for shit don't they yeah uh (laughs) well I heard he went to the bathroom one time and slammed the dough in the baby's face and, 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 and so from what I heard he don't give a damn about that baby or the baby's mama what
1: right they wouldn't find the proof. Hold on. I like this is getting messy. Uh, men keep responding saying he just wants to have all his sons named after him. I believe that if he listed his other biological sons in his IG bio, he disowned his biological daughter too. How are we
2: just making these statements without facts?
1: Are is, are they saying he disowned them? I, I really don't know no, that much right. about this. I, I it would seem like pertinent to go find mm-hmm. where those kids said that just because it seemed like important to the point you're making
4: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, is it weird for Brian McKnight to claim he cut off his children because they're grown yet he bought his stepdaughter who was older than his biological daughter a BMW for her birthday then posted that his stepdaughter was the best daughter ever hmm okay well you know what what if his original kids had bad vibes y'all ever think about that <laughs> <laughs> yeah a
2: lot of people they're they
1: like nigga you grown <laughs> maybe them babies was on southwest crying and he knew what was up back then
0: mm-hmm.
1: um yeah, it's, yeah this is crazy cause I, honestly like look at the Brian Knight being intentionally nasty and antagonistic towards his biological children. No relationship, fine, I guess, but to have these IG captions about his new wife's grown children who aren't his and his half-black child being the perfect kid he always wanted, evil. I, I really feel like this is this is a sign you be on the internet too much yes sir yes it is it went from like maybe this is weird to you know oh we should look into that to this man (laughs) purposely and uh, had a half racial baby because he hated
2: his black skin and as time goes on the 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 room is gonna get worse and worse and worse oh my
1: god look at this even if brian united the strange with his bio kids this shit is sick it screams emotional abuse
2: yep and we got the words for shit now
1: oh my god
2: mm-hmm.
1: oh wow
2: right and, and that's time funny nobody is above this you know everybody thinks that they're exception to the rules until something happens to you and and it goes wild online and all of a sudden people start jumping you know jumping ship and and you know going off the rails and just making up shit that never happened and adding and making it it's almost like uh fan fiction
1: yeah it is it, this is an illustration of what fiction. we talk about on the show because mm-hmm. i'm like to me i saw that and was like mm, there's a lot i don't know there
2: and kept it pushing unless
1: somebody's gonna pull up some people speaking on this i'm not assuming anything just no oh, man that's crazy what a what a crazy coincidence uh so in short he's a bad parent how do you fuck off relationships with three of your children i'm not sure what you're defending here or why it's at least four children there's brian jr nico brianna and he has another daughter who is still a minor that he isn't claiming but is 100 his and knows her he's her dad okay is this who's ghost account is this <laughs> and potentially and potentially two other sons one named Clyde, one named evan still verifying proof of paternity see
0: this
1: is another thing i think about a lot whose personal gripe is this because the same thing with david Cho. i really do feel like it'd be a person that's like i'm no one's even thinking about Brian night today Mm -mm. whatever this happened happened in january but today is my day to get in that ass and get everybody harassing this man Mm -hmm. because none of y'all knew those last things i just said and we still don't know it because it was just a tweet we still don't know any of that is true that's crazy right
2: right nobody's so proof or sand proof or anything they're just talking
1: I thought Brian McKnight was a regular deadbeat not a colorist anti black deadbeat
2: oh that's another level deadbeat apparently
1: oh my god I don't know I don't know man oh, here's a post uh, from Julie McKnight what is this one from um how old is it sorry I got to gotta do my research now um this is from a day ago okay so maybe we're gonna get some passive-aggressive confirmation everybody okay it's impossible to explain the love that i have for my sons i would give the last breath of my lungs for them i will fight ferociously i'll never have i'm certain that these are the sentiments most mothers share i'd never imagined loving children that i hadn't birthed just as much i loved my sons i soon realized that loving my son's sisters came just as naturally as breathing first a beautiful little four-year-old girl danced in our lives and called me mommy next another perfect little girl who wore the same face as her older siblings three mothers three women who initially were only connected by the seed of one man we have now become a family of support and love for our children we are mama bears so mm, maybe no no That feel i know it's not it's nebulous but it do feel like she kind of want to be like mm-hmm he ain't shit, y'all now i mean there's a lot of reasons she could say he's not shit. that don't have anything to do anti-blackness could be he was cheating had that break baby on her and she just don't fuck with him off off gp you know doesn't all have to be uh Mm -hmm. (laughs) doesn't all have to be conspiratorial you know agreed but uh yes i'm trying to see now i'm on her page looking at the other post uh she's not talking about nothing else she's just promoting stuff all right i don't blame you girl i wouldn't let these niggas change my day um (laughs) uh so let's see okay 2019 madame noir reported that the singer's daughter brianna mcknight publicly spoke about brian's absence in her li family's lives okay now thank you madame noir and Bossip, for going and finding the proof because right these I, people don't mind they people just was making shit up you well like, they just not presenting any proof and then being like i can't see how y'all defending this man it's like i'm not i'm asking you did, did this happen right nobody understands what I've been through except my siblings she wrote despite the financial support Brian Mayer provided his only biological daughter she said grew up thinking he doesn't want to come visit me because he doesn't love me mm. um and then she posted a long thing on Instagram from 44 weeks ago uh taking the time to heal from past trauma situations that made me someone I did want to be focusing on healing, learning how to properly love myself and the new person I want to be in the world constantly seeking external validation online and in real life was killing me, making it hard for me to be my authentic self I'm working to change my narrative in all aspects of life you your home free when others' perceptions of you are no longer the foref- forefront of your mind self-worth is, oh this isn't about rhyming, I mean, not at all, alright not really sure how's that proof? uh was something yeah that that post isn't proof but then the the article says that she said to her when well, she was still a teen in high school she said her father hadn't called for her birthday in years so mm, alright so a little like Brian Knight ain't shit oh well uh, no sweat off my stack I didn't lose anything I'll just have <laughs> one last cry about it and then move on <laughs> cause I'm gonna be honest ever since show me how your pussy work this man has never crossed my mind anytime <laughs> nope okay um uh, the Trump to sit down with CNN and implicit dig at Fox kind of explains some of the goings on the CNN Yep. some of the voices they wanted to move out
2: cause people have been talking about that people have been like hey dawg we see y'all slowly pushing the niggas out like what's happening over there y'all don't want people to talk about political shit okay now
1: yeah so yeah i i I think it's just more interesting because it tells you about the people that run the network
0: Mm -hmm. trump
1: equal ratings Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and a lot of the stuff they were doing before you know having republicans on and don lemon would smack them down with the truth kind of goes against everything trump is and stands for and everything that helps get him ratings and with him being out of the spotlight i feel like CNN would like to put him back in it like it would be beneficial to the network and it sounds like the dude at the top is much less or not even less he's openly like i don't really have a dog in the fight of politics i want ratings and if anything i would like our network to sound a little bit more conservative than it has been sounding um the people kicking our ass in the ratings are conservative so we need to get them we need to get get Don Lemon out of here get Charles Barkley in you know let's sit down with Donald Trump you know and Donald Trump is thinking yeah fuck these other networks what I find funny is that he's talked so much shit about CNN Mm -hmm. throughout his presidency fake news all this shit and keep in mind he's gonna probably talk shit when they interview him again this time of course but it's interesting that he's so transparent because he always is he's not like a clever man he's just a evil man He. this is all about shitting on Fox News yes <laughs> yes it is
2: it's all about shitting on Fox News
1: like oh y'all gonna kick Tucker off the air y'all ain't gonna uh y'all gonna stop talking about Fox uh, is like we
2: got enough lawsuits we can't have you over here too
1: yeah alright they're like Fox but it, they Fox would have had them back I think but they're just not in his camp anymore in his mind and they did tucker carlson was a dude that he took advice from and shit Mm
0: -hmm. you know a
1: dude that at least played the part on the air even though he didn't even like trump you know it's crazy that you know he's doing this it relates to this next article americans fought news media for divided nation
2: Mm -hmm. i do
1: When it comes to the news media and the impact it's having on democracy and political polarization in the United States, Americans are likelier to say it's doing more harm than good. Nearly three quarters of U.S. adults say the news media is increasing political polarization in this country and just under half say they have little to no trust in the media's ability to report on the news fairly and accurately. That's interesting because you know a lot of that is Republican people that don't like when the media tells the truth. So I don't, you know, it's like how many of those are people who are actually like upset with the media in the ways that me and you are or that, right. you know, where it's like I don't like that y'all bring on a GLP person to lie.
2: i like, just give me facts. <laughs> and then
1: sit them across from Rachel Maddow and mm-hmm. act like it's two sides of the same coin. Right, point. act
2: like we're having a real debate. when well, you're not.
1: Yeah, so like I'm not sure because other people are like, I don't like the liberal biased media saying Trump didn't win the election. And I'm like I don't think that poll vote should count the same as mine.
2: No. Because those two things are different.
1: Yeah. Um, and I mean, they're not wrong about some of the general themes. I do think our media now is designed to make you mad. It's designed mm-hmm. to shock and it's why the bottom scroll of every media channel is constantly moving with alert breaking news breaking news breaking news
2: yeah if it ain't if it ain't scrolling across the bottom it's on the sides a lot of them are bleaking and flashing and shit like it's stocks and bonds you're like mm-hmm. the fuck is this
1: yeah and it's breaking news for shit that's not breaking or news
2: uh, right
1: you know breaking news pop tarts more possible more popular than toaster strudels. like why did that stop uh, breaking news,
2: news captain crunch and a captain what?
1: Break, breaking news the warriors still play the lakers tonight at eight like that's not breaking news we knew that before <laughs> right? we turned the channel to you so i do think that's that's what the things that bother me but i think there's a lot of stuff that i don't trust with this poll which is ironic right but uh i don't trust, and this is not the ap by the way I don't really trust with the poll because i would need to know the methodology of the people in the poll and i don't think one comment is gonna gather it up i also think there's a bunch of breakdowns with like white folks and stuff with white people they really value civility over um even a disagreement even a mm-hmm. polite mm-hmm. disagree like they well they put, they value the polite in disagreement there you go where they're they're gonna you're gonna have white democrats that say stuff like yeah it just makes everybody mad for no reason you're like yeah but there is a reason
2: right there is a reason
1: like and there to me there's a valid reason like getting mad that they're burning books and passing transphobic laws is a different type of anger to me than getting mad because um you believe john walsh when he said there are litter boxes in every school bathroom in America because the teachers let the kids dress up in as furries. To me, those two types of anger are not the same. Those two types of riled up are not the same. And so I think when you're talking to whiteness in general, it becomes very like it's all the same. I'm mad, you're mad, we shouldn't be mad. And it's like No, no, nah. nah,
2: that's not how that works, dog.
1: Yeah. So uh but yeah i don't know i don't know that now i'm looking at this poll i'm like i don't know <laughs> like i i don't know because i like i said you can't if you don't watch out for those for the people that i'm like those motherfuckers are crazy i just don't even know how this poll makes any sense agreed like you should have to have a couple starter questions like uh 75 percent of the people we polled said they don't believe trump lost the election i'm like oh well fuck this poll right um uh FX's Dear Mama docuseries breaks records as most watched unscripted series premiere ever. It's the one about Tupac and his mom.
2: Oh okay, okay. I hadn't watched it. I don't know me I probably
4: won't.
1: Yeah, it's on Hulu. I may watch it, I may not. I've I feel weird saying this, but a few people may relate to what I'm saying. I've never really gotten a fascination with Tupac uh as a person like and it's not like a negative thing of like i didn't like him i, I have no feelings like it, i don't dislike him right. i think it's tragic how he died same I also just remember being alive at that time and being like mm-hmm. someone's gonna kill this nigga mm-hmm. I also remember you know like i'll never be able because i remember it at the time not this ain't some re- retroactive shit mm-hmm. i remember trying to figure out how people were so comfortable with the idea that he held down a woman and she was sexually assaulted you know like and he went to like jail for that shit and it just was like i don't know i guess it's just normal I, I, it's like people talked about him like when derrick rose the basketball player uh had won like six man of the year or comeback player of the year and it was like we don't talk about that one thing and i always felt like man that looms over his head as, especially as a guy that you know people want to paint as like sensitive and people want to paint as like deep and people want to paint as um you know like for his songs like Dear Mama and Brenda's got a Bay on it always felt incongruent but I get it you know who got time to be mad about that shit all the time and I'm definitely not mad about it it just was one of those things that stuck out to me and here's the reason why the main reason as I've gotten older I've watched people hold people that aren't tupac to a standard of like if you do any you could say something right you could make a blog a me you could make a post on instagram Mm -hmm. um and they're so rigidly like "No." no
2: yes i don't understand it and it's people of a certain age it's like okay you don't know these niggas, so it's easy for you just to cut them off and not give a fuck and act like everybody, you know, under the age of twenty five just ain't shit. You know, it's really easy for quote unquote you to say that, but when we start talking about your shit and how all jokes are how fucked up, misogynistic, homophobic and all the shit that we listen to, all of a sudden what, what we do and what we said and our time is an exception to the rules. It is not.
1: Yeah, it's like all those dudes, big pun, biggie, like all those dudes were like, not all. I shouldn't say all. All is too much. But a lot of the popular ones weren't just like rapping about misogyny like Drake. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you didn't have to like make up a conspiracy that 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 something was happening with them and an underage woman. You know what I'm saying? Like it like or underage woman psh, him and a, a girl. You didn't have to make something up like that. You like you just had all the proof there and wasn't just in the raps it's like they would tell you you know they interview people and yeah and biggie they be b. getting arrested. everybody knows deal. biggie b faith uh there's a video big pun beating up his wife there you know tupac got convicted and I, I to me i never felt like it was wrong to move on from from that i mean or to say these guys did these terrible things but it's just entertainment to us or whatever i I, kind of, I get that. I still feel that way to this day, honestly, with a lot of shit where I'm like, oh, a terrible person made this? Mm, all right, well, that's too bad. Yeah,
2: yeah and, I, and, I, like right. I said, and so for me, personally, it's one of those things where I understand people's righteousness. I understand everybody's lives is different. But I, my personal belief, there are people that do great things that you like, love, and enjoy that ain't shit. And those two things uh, can be separate you know now there are sometimes where i have my lines where i go, no, this is too far for me
1: everybody opts out where they opt out but i think we until social media you didn't see like this pressure and and con- condemnation of people as if they were supporting the acts themselves right um like i've never met a person that liked tupac and went oh because you like people that hold people down or they're being sexual I, no that's that doesn't even sound reasonable in my mind no i never would say that to somebody but I also wouldn't say that if they said they like ex Tentacion. Correct. You know, I wouldn't like if my niece was listening to that, I wouldn't be like, oh my God, what? So you just okay with that? But that like, I mean, maybe we just got old and became our parents. Right. But I've always found that cognitive dissonance to be uh, remarkable because in many ways tupac was the antithesis of what these people claim to be about right now mm-hmm. and yet they deify him they love him to and this don't day want you to bring and up these enough. numbers prove that we are fascinated by this man and we always will be right even as we denigrate the people who do the same shit now and as, right. as if they're scourges of the community and if you uh, if you like them you must you must be okay with all the stuff they do and i i've just never subscribed to that and i just wanted to take that make that point about that article same all right let's get into some other news um i don't even know what section i want to do how about white people news
0: white people do for breaking excited to the barbecue we might be problematic or little bit
1: Molly Cyrus's mom Tish is engaged to prison break star Dominic Purcell eight months after ex Billy Ray popped the question the singer Fire Rose. Mm. Uh the tish 55 made a big announcement on saturday posting the happy news on instagram with a pair of loved up pictures that showed off her brand new sparkler okay stunt on us tish okay we love to see it um (laughs) a thousand times yes at dominic purcell wrote the bride to be that she is and molly do look like her mama Mm mm-hmm um and shout out to my man i mean the biggest credit he got is prison break and he bagged tish
2: Ooh, that is a rock
1: yeah okay now he afforded that rock now that's an investment because tish got the money all right okay so you got to do what you got to do player okay dominic said i'm not fitting to let this good just because billy ray don't know a good thing (laughs) right don't mean i don't um yeah they uh apparently they got divorced in 2022 so it's 2023 they already both uh booed up mm-hmm. Uh Tish filed for divorce from Billy Ray citing irreconcilable differences in the court filing she noted that she had not cohabitated at, they had not cohabitated as man and wife for a continuous period of more than two years before their final divorce Billy Ray filed divorce papers October 2010 before dropping the file in March 2011 uh tish filed for her own divorce documents january june 2013 but then they reconciled a month later and started attending after attending couples therapy Mm
2: -hmm. and that's why they tell people you have to be separate and all that shit for a certain period of time because they like hey Mm -hmm. we know that people get back together all of the time before we actually make this official
1: they got five kids miley brandy trace brayson and noah
2: i didn't know they have five kids
1: Mm-hmm. and uh yeah it sounds like Miley is uh like the middle kid kinda mm. um well look, good for her um and like I said good for good for him Uh I think you might know this actor I feel like uh I didn't get the response that I thought I would get out of you when I showed them to you uh I'm gonna show you more pictures of him and I think you'll know what you recognize him for if you don't recognize I know Prison Break was a long time ago but we watch a bunch of shows um,
2: I know that dude he's on um, Legends of Tomorrow
1: right that's what I'm saying he came up
2: yes
1: he okay ba- yeah like he, he did it
2: okay uh, okay and maybe it was just the way it was angled but mm-hmm. yes
1: I knew you knew him um, so that was some white people news with some people you did know
2: yes I know that dude he did Prison Break
1: yeah <laughs> Uh an Aussie tourist is very sorry for the drunken rampage he went on in Indonesia.
2: Oh shit, what you doing over in Indonesia acting a fool?
1: Yeah, mate. Um I do like that you can just be very sorry, you know?
0: Police say Bodie Marnie Risby Jones was drunk
1: on. First of all, Bodie Marnie Risby Jones is the most Australian name
0: <laughs> ever, ain't it? Yeah,
1: honestly, you can't make that up. If you told me that was the, the lead star's name from uh, Crocodile Dundee, uh, I'd say, uh, yeah, that's that sounds right. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, I believe Bodie we- Martin, Bodie. Marty Grisby Jones Jones was
0: drunk Bodie Marnie Grisby Jones was drunk on vodka and naked when he emerged from his room at the Moon Beach Resort and began hitting everyone he passed including a security guard Ah, he was gone
2: (laughs) naked and he said everybody to pass him you get some and you
0: get some
1: in Australia we just call that hello (laughs) Fosters Australian for bear
0: Aceh is the one province in Indonesia under Sharia law alcohol is completely banned and people are regularly caned for adultery
1: oh oh oh, he finna get it get it
0: oh shit
1: oh oh man you ain't supposed to have alcohol over there it's Sharia law over there and you out here getting drunk talking about what the five fingers say to the face bruh you're definitely getting caned.
0: Homosexuality, or if they're caught drinking. He was enraged and caused a scene. He hit a security guard and walked out of the resort and ran amok, hitting every motorbike rider he encountered one man was knocked off his bike and needed 50 stitches in his ankle I victims so angry they threatened to burn the resort down oh. the 23 year old carpenter from Noosa says he was wearing underwear and only drank one small shot of vodka mm-hmm. okay
1: two things I don't believe that that man had on any clothes yeah. and t- that he drank one shot of vodka and started acting like that
2: they was like, we got to get you out of here. Them people was like, we'll burn this motherfucker down if y'all don't get him out of here.
1: I do appreciate that. They don't play over there.
2: They
1: like, they were like, wait, we we are canceling the hotel, literally. Where does he stay?
2: <laughs> right? He knocked somebody over They Had to get 50 stitches in their ankle. Man? They're like, who,
1: who gave this motherfucker the shot of vodka? They going too. They going to right? jail, too. I
2: mean, 50 stitches,
0: shit. Did he take off the whole ankle? Goddamn. Bring, ankle they label
1: so big. Bring the bartender
3: outside
0: but had sunstroke from surfing the day before.
3: I feel like not myself, like almost possessed. Yes. Um, it was not a good feeling. Yes. I, it was not my, I wasn't myself. Normally, I'm a very nice guy. Okay. Yes. When you attacked from, uh, Mr. Radion after an occipital, yes. uh, have you remembered? Um, not really, not much at all. No. I got hit a lot of times on the ground. Yeah. People kicked my head. I mean Yeah, yeah. I mean,
2: yeah, you <laughs> you smack at every motorist that ride past you and somebody gotta get stitches, so yeah, they might hit yeah. you back.
1: That's the concussion target.
3: Um Make me forget a bit. Um but like, I'm a really nice guy and I, like I never mm-hmm. want to hurt people, never. So it was very out of character for me. I've never done that before. Um, Mr. S.B what do you drink uh, at night? Um, not, matter, matter. Not, not much at all. I We were at the pool. He, now, this is a clear you know, lie. Here, here's,
1: here's what I think he should do convert to Islam. Maybe you got a chance. You know? You gotta, you, maybe you just go ahead and start saying, you know, some, some stuff about converting to Islam, bro. Because because I, I think you're going to uh, jail,
3: jail.
2: Face is flogging. Yeah. Uh, I think he going to get flogged. I think he's going to get means.
3: flogged. I think he going to get flogged. And we had a duty free bottle of vodka. 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 Oh, vodka. I, I only had one shot, though. Just one. lie.
2: Lies. Mm-hmm. I've had one shot. Mm
1: mm. Uh, I'm starting to feel floggy.
2: <laughs> Put out the flogs so, we can, out the, so we
1: can so we flogging. Checking out the weather report. It's a ninety a, percent a chance of the flog in the morning.
2: <laughs> it's flogging in the skies.
1: Yeah, you feel flogging
2: it, on the horizon.
1: You feeling flogging? Didn't jump. That's what they say? One shot. Uh, it, I think. Palo, palo. Oh, just a tiny bit,
3: tiny bit, tiny uh, bit, not much. Tiny bit, yeah, tiny like bit. One shot. Oh yes. And then I um i was surfing up the day before what was in the shop fentanyl nigga. why are you beating people up <laughs> ah,
1: beating everybody up which means people are like riding motor vehicles
2: yeah. and shit and you're like oh you get some day some of the people stopped and he was like i felt him kicking me in the head yes because he was like you,
1: he, was out, you do? he literally is what the protagonist of grand theft auto must feel in the video game when you control him no <laughs> Cause you know in grand theft Auto, you can like beat people up jump in their cars mm-hmm. slap people run around naked and then what happens you get killed quote unquote but you wake up in the hospital with one percent health and i think yeah. that's what happened he he woke up in the hospital the next day with one percent health and was like i don't know what the fuck happened last night with his one percent ball and they and the people was like oh word you want to hit people We'll
2: show you, and the yeah. hotel people's like, we got to get him out of here. We get, we we can't have him burn the whole hotel right. down because you out
1: to the fool. I don't know who was holding my controller last night. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so I had like a sun sunstroke, not enough drinking water. Okay, so it was a lot of things, and then I just I felt really bad. Is it be uh, what are you usually drink? Uh, vodka usually. No, no, never. no. Yes. Normally, not drink much in Australia. What do you usually drink? Um, beer. Beer sometimes in Australia. Yeah. Beer. Is it Foster's? But not much. Not much. Hey, oh. it'd be amazing if this beer. is all
1: an elaborate ad for Foster's.
2: <laughs> drink Foster's, not vodka.
1: Man, white people, boy, be careful! Don't take no shots of vodka out there, white mm-hmm. people. In other countries, y'all can't help yourselves uh, Nia Long shares a cryptic post about revenge at the Email Doka affair. Uh, she said, the best revenge is no revenge. Move on. Be happy. Okay. All right. I agree with it. Low key. Although, um, I, I do wonder if she's gearing us up for her reveal of staying with him. I do wonder. You never know. You never know. You never know uh chloe kardashian shares new batch of unedited bikini photos taken by her sister kendall Jenner's jenner as fans praise her for displaying cellulite at the post in flawless snaps now, this is interesting because unedited <laughs> unedited is in uh quotes in this article like they don't even believe that shit. Mm-hmm. yeah they, she says unedited she she didn't put it through 12 photoshops just three um but yeah uh she posted these pics and I guess yeah it doesn't look like they smooth everything out and stuff you know she still looks hot you mm-hmm. know in all the traditional ways that we talk about surgery still popping all that shit you know um but I like this is the thing that's always crazy to me and it's us as fans and people that are the problem but like we at the same time mock the celebrities for like smoothing out the wrinkles in their knees when they post shit you know like uh-huh. no cellulite yeah, no stretch marks like double
2: chins
1: yeah, yeah all that stuff we we like mock them for being fake but at the same time we normally do talk shit about them for being human right it is uh-huh. like this oh this bitch got Actual folds in her fat, and you're like, doesn't everybody? Yeah,
2: yeah like
1: you know, everybody else. The fuck we talking? Like, about? remember the Nicki Minaj, uh, cover? This happened when we started podcast a long time ago. She had like a cover promoting like a single or album or something, and it was so photoshopped that she didn't. Even though she was turned like this, she didn't even have like a wrinkle in her skin in her back. For like, it was just photo for no re- For no and, reason. And you know, like- to me, I'm like, e- okay, but if sh- I get it, because you would clown her for having that fold in her back. but Not not everybody, but like enough assholes would say some dumb shit, so then you filter it out, but then a lot of us other assholes are like, look at this shit, you know? Uh, plus, she also has talked about, like, she's gotten busted posting fake pics a lot. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think she's talked about her issues with her body and being mocked and all this stuff about mm-hmm. it. And, um, you know it's just for a lot of us it's hard to imagine somebody with that many followers money and fame that could feel self-conscious about it but at the same time they're not human but at the same time we all know they do because we talk about how much they photoshop and edit and alter their bodies and stuff so we know it comes from somewhere but we rarely it's like if they admit it we will never admit our part the part we play in it
2: yes and just us as human they have all kinds of apps and filters and I've used them before too where even just a normal person with a free app can like you know Mm -hmm. make their skin do all types of things and lighten up their skin and there's some people who whenever they post stuff they go oh I don't post my regular face online they be the first thing to tell you that it was like no unless it's a filter what is we doing
1: yep white people news guys um let's see uh nicole Peltz and her family slam malicious and mean-spirited wedding planners
2: oh well, what happened to the wedding planners do baby
1: nicola Peltz and her family um have put out a new legal filing against the wedding planners the court documents filed thursday in miami are the latest in a bitter legal spat between the Transformers movie star, her billionaire father, and the second of three wedding planners, Nicola and husband Brooklyn Beckham, went through for their lavish nuptials in April. Nelson Peltz, Nicola's billionaire investor father and chairman of fa- the fast food firm chain Wendy's, oh man, it's not Dave no more because he passed.
2: All mm. right, I, for some reason, don't ask me why. I he to forever own Wendy's to me. Don't.
1: Sue planners Nicole Braggin and Ariana Grijalba in December claiming they botched preparation for the $3.5 million 500 guest wood nuptials and refused to refund the $159,000 deposit when he fired them just after eight days. The women hit back in a 188 point counterclaim last month against Nelson, his wife and daughter calling him a bully billionaire, dishing details on the event's plans including an alleged $100,000 hair and makeup bill and exposing hundreds of text messages that showed Nicola firing off orders and criticizing their design suggestions. I mean, isn't that kind of what uh, what they do though? The people that pay for the wedding? I don't know. I I didn't have a wedding. What do I know?
0: Yeah,
2: I I don't know either.
1: Uh I've just always gotten that from T V. <laughs> Everybody's a bridezilla or whatever. Now the Pels's lawyer have lodged new court com- demand documents demanding Nicola and her mother Claudia be removed from the case because they undisputedly are not parties to the wedding planner contract. Pelz attorney Michael Kreitzer wrote in the Fallon that divulging the embarrassing text was a desperate effort to distract from their own failure to accomplish anything of substance in the short time they purported to act as a replacement wedding planners. He called the inclusion of Nicola and Claudia as defendants salacious, meritless, and legally deficient, frivolous, and even good old-fashioned shakedown. Wow. Sound like Stephen A. Smith ranting about the Knicks. Uh, in the filing, the Pelses oh, oh, oh. accused Bragan and Grijalba and their company plan design events of providing no services of value. Damn. Woo! Oh. White people are so different.
2: I can't Your business
1: has provides no services of value. They attached, no one, apparently. It, they attached an invoice from the planners claiming PDE charged the billionaire family $181,000 for 10 18-hour days plus expenses on top of the $159,000 deposit. Both Nelson eighty, and PDE's legal complaints reveal eye-opening details from the frantic weeks before the April 9th wedding at the $90 million family mansion in Palm Beach, Florida. Celebrity guests included Gordon Ramsey, Eva Longoria, Brooklyn's more, mother, Victoria Beckham. That shouldn't count. That's his mama. <laughs> it's a wedding. You don't, you don't book your mom. You know what I'm saying? She's, <laughs> she's coming, guys. Uh, also her fellows, former, fi- well, her fellow former Spice Girls, Mel B and Mel C.
4: Um,
1: mm. uh, David Beckham's Manchester United teammate, Phil Neville, Venus and Serena and of course Michael Bay Uh, in a group text with the planners Nicola wrote that her friend celebrity magician David Blaine will perform magic at the tables is that what he's been reduced to
0: (laughs) damn Ah,
1: Chris Angel would never play her (laughs) okay this nigga David Blaine at the table pick a card any card (laughs) oh no What's that behind your ear? Like, nigga, ain't you David Blaine? Make the table disappear some shit. I got your nose. Know.
3: <laughs>
1: I want to wake up and have punched everybody at my hotel. Like, do a magic trick for real. <laughs> if you're not doing the kind of magic trick that makes Serena and Venus run away from the, the party, I don't want to see it. David Blaine, nigga. Unless he was going to be trapped in the center of a piece of ice. <laughs> that slowly melted at the reception <laughs> i am disgusted with this man
2: i am disgusted
1: for re- remember he used to be the shit he used to like uh, he's gonna be suspended in a block of ice over the uh world trade center or something like you like what why would anyone do that he's gonna walk across a building on a plane because what dude you're doing weddings you're doing weddings, dude. <laughs> I don't even care how expensive the weddings, weddings are. You do what we- you're a magician at a wedding and you're David Blaine. Right. That don't make sense. Oh my God. David Blaine, no. Um she, uh, insisted that the band were playing chic tuxes and said the music should be early two thousands hip hop, rejecting the suggestion for anything more traditional. I mean, that doesn't seem like one, doesn't seem like it needs to cost $181,000 for those demands. Uh, but then, two, ah! doesn't seem crazy to me. Doesn't, doesn't seem like a Brazilla. The couple plan to serve guest burgers named Brooklyn and Nicola, the latter wrapped in a low calorie lettuce leaf rather than a bun.
2: Oh shit, now.
1: Because you know, women, you gotta watch the figure. You gotta have a salad. You know what i mean, bro? You know? and in one exchange nicola sent a picture of an all pink lounge with the orb light and asked who is going to make this happen for after the party this light instead of disco ball and mixes of peaches apricot and baby pink she also wanted a water out and a matching water dance floor i mm. do you know what i think <laughs> this is you know what i think i really think she was texting all the ideas as they came to her okay i can see that and yeah. i bet you that made them be like are you fucking crazy you know what i'm saying because like yeah at least i know when we planned our live show and we had we had our event organizer Mm -hmm. you have meetings you have you save the ideas and talk to them but i bet you when you spend that kind of money you feel like this motherfucker on my beck and call i don't care if you're on a date I don't care if you. Yeah, you know, you, you at know, work. I'm pretty
2: sure they had the meetings, but I'm yeah. pretty sure they was getting texts at two and three in the morning, like whenever I did. That was like, the fuck is this?
1: Now I'm making this up, but that's the vibe I get is, yeah, cause when you that. look at this, it doesn't seem like a coordinate, like the texts are coordinated. Mm-mm. It seemed like you just thought of it like, oh, I know. We'll have a, we'll have a, 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 a Ooh, water can... slide. But instead of water, it's all chocolate. And it'll be warm. Melting chocolate, and we gonna slide down it, and then you instead that, and then we gonna have pieces of, of, of stuff you can put it on. It's gonna be like the fondue fountain, you know. And then we the other slide, it's gonna be cheese. You see, I'm gonna text her right now, tell her this. It's like, ah. what? <laughs> and, and wait, wait, wait! It got to be at least six feet tall. At least six feet deep for the cheese, and for the lactose intolerant people, we'll have Jello so you slide into some jello. It's like yeah, can y'all can we not talk about this friday
2: <laughs> right and we scheduled to, to talk to y'all at 12 o'clock on friday can we wait till then
1: the base motel star demanded staff hired by previous wedding planners be cut off if one of many blunt texts and one of many blunt texts saying i hate them can we fire them yet uh nicole also slammed the second planners for mistakes in the guest list including over f1 race champion lewis hamilton lewis hamilton did not rsvp so explain why his name's on the list please we spoke to him he can't come so explain why you say he rsvp yes one i rate text from the actress read i'm tired of catching mistakes on this rsvp list honestly when will i get a straight answer on this and she seemed to end it with a period and not a question hmm uh, Brigham also allegedly redu- was reduced to tears by the stress of the project. Brooklyn called it a mess in text, and Nicola said it was more like a murder scene. The planners claimed at one point Nelson wanted to cancel the wedding and allegedly call it a shit show, but his wife begged him not to, as it would destroy Nicola's career. PDE complaint, uh, claimed canceling the wedding would
2: destroy the daughter's career
1: i don't i don't know care i feel like weddings are part of the career plan for these socialite ass niggas <laughs> it's like what you want me to get a movie based on my talent no i'm a fucking the famous people's daughter and the biggest talent i got is making sure everybody's wedding invite is right at my wedding you know uh my daddy's a billionaire all right i'm marrying the motherfucking heir to the to the beckham fortune and shit like This is my life. You think I got in Transformers because I was the best motherfucker at audition? No. I said, Daddy, I'd like to act. And he said, I'll call Michael back. (laughs) He owes me a favor.
2: And that's how they got the role.
1: Michael, you know how you need a budget for $70 billion worth of explosions because you don't know how to put a (laughs) plot
0: together?
1: (laughs) I got a deal for you. Put my daughter in the movie. I'll get you some of that money. You blow up the whole fucking bridge for all I care. (laughs) Right? Blow it all up. You know how you said it's hard to get people to do racist voices for your Transformers? <laughs> <laughs> well, I got all well, I got you covered. I got the money to get it. I don't give a damn who it is. We'll get you some famous blacks. We'll get you J.B. Smooth to, <laughs> to be one of the Transformers. Mm-hmm. I
2: ain't even mad. Get your check. <laughs> They'd have paid me. I'd have showed up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> We're making the black Transformers that can't read. Oh no! And they did. Oh, no. <laughs> like that's how we gonna, that's how we gonna, that's how we gonna get you, Michael. And so yeah, if if you make Michael Bay come to your daughter's wedding to because you're gonna undergird his Transformers movies, and then your daughter abruptly cancels the wedding, it's like maybe he gonna hold a grudge. You already made him put her in, in the movie, you know. So I get it. This is her. She can't not get this right. Um, PDE's complaint claimed Nelson paid more than $100,000 plus travel expenses for Nicola's hair and makeup services for the wedding. And that Claudia mentioned to bra- bragging, bragging, bragging that Nelson could not know the cost or he would kill her and be so mad. Uh, the Pelses were also afraid of Victoria Beckham finding out about mistakes in the wedding planning, according to PDE, amid reporting tense relations between the two families. This should be a TV show. All right it's a lot of drama drama all right um so yeah it seemed like it was a lot of uh a lot of drama with the whites that week apparently so you know there's a lot of money for a fucking wedding too like the deposit was one hundred thirty nine thousand. you in court fighting over it too Woo. uh all right let's see what we're looking like on time oh my god it's already an hour and a half um we'll do one more white people news all right mark anthony 54 expecting his seventh child with fourth wife nadia ferreria 23 they share baby news just two weeks after lavish A-list wedding
3: oh, oh
1: so there's a shotgun wedding, got it. All right, we can skip this one. Haley <laughs> Bieber jets off to Cabo with pals amid Selena Gomez feud. Oh shit! Is is Selena the one we not supposed to like? I be getting I so don't confused. Know. I don't. Is she the front me. niggas gave me heebie-jeebies? That's somebody else, y'all. In the chat, y'all know.
2: I, I don't know. They keep
1: up with it, Karen. I the, I know these petty motherfuckers. They I
2: know. I don't.
1: They don't move on from shit. They just they just listen to the show. You know um but y'all y'all update me in the chat is selena the one i'm supposed to not like i feel like tay tay is telling selena she was cuban racist i don't know what that means all right um the 26 year old model was photographed on a, tra- a tropical getaway in cabo san lucas according to a group of friends amid her ongoing feud with selena gomez now Haley beaver is justin beaver's wife and uh one of the baldwins i think like uh one of the offspring of the baldwins mm. the 26 year old model was photographed on tropical. okay bieber rocked a lime green bikini Matching swim shorts and a red baseball hat as she basked in the sun while sipping on cocktails over the weekend.
2: Oh shit.
1: They must not have been that strong. I didn't hear about her slapping mm-hmm. random people on the bikes.
2: Nobody got fifty stitches. Yeah. And then you went drinking.
1: And everybody ankle safe. Somebody need to spike those drinks. Despite being under public scrutiny in recent weeks, the Road Skin Founder was all smiles as she played water games with her gal pals. Uh, there she is in the pool. Uh, letting you see them cakes uh, though her husband Justin Bieber who seems to be at the center of Haley and Gomez's feud what? did not join his wife on vacation she seemed to be having a great time chatting and laughing with friends Uh her girl's trip comes back that Haley had her to limit her comments on social media due to all the backlash she was getting for seemingly shading Gomez 30 online and january Haley posted a video mouthing along the trending audio i'm not saying she deserved it but god timing is always right the same week that gomez was body shamed by trolls
0: ooh,
1: oh the girls are fighting the following month gomez reacted to the since deleted video writing it's okay i don't let these things get me down be nice to everyone that see that that's that's like white that's like white celebrity speak fuck this bitch
2: mm-hmm. i wouldn't have took it <laughs> i
1: wanted took it down she called her the c-word in white celebrity speak <laughs> so that's what she did What she said what she, she said it's okay i don't let those things get me down be nice to everyone they never mean that Mm-mm. um uh, a few weeks later fans grew outraged after the model and her bff kylie jenner seemingly made fun of gomez once again after the who says singer admitted to messing up her eyebrows jenner 25 posted a photo of her own eyebrows on her instagram story writing this was an accident to make matters worse she also posted a screenshot of a facetime call with Haley, who also showed a close-up of her bushy brows mm. oh they oh
0: eyebrow yeah, shaming
1: they done took it to the brows mm. This is some lowbrow entertainment. Yeah. Definitely not highbrow comedy here. Since then, social media users have been calling out Haley for copying Gomez on several things, including getting the letter G tattooed on her in the same spot behind the ear. Now, why the letter G? Mm hmm. Yet in a strange turn of events, fans dug up some old Haley tweets in which she seemingly supported Gomez and Justin's former relationship. The pair dated on and off for almost a decade before breaking up in 2018, four months before the Peaches singer 28 proposed to Haley. I'm for sure 100 team hashtag Jessica Haley said in 2011. I don't care what anyone says. Justin Bieber and Selena Gomez together is the definition of a teenage dream hashtag word she wrote a few months later well to me that just mean like she's always had an eye on him you know Mm -hmm. and selena mistook that and lost out on her man you know Mm -hmm. she wasn't ever team you girl she was team you leaving justin you see what i'm saying uh, uh, don't don't uh, fall for it. Your hater be right there, patting your back, patting your
2: back the whole time. Okay, you to take your space. Shout out to
1: Martha Stewart. Come on, uh, Selena Gomez is so cute. Don't argue. Bye. Another tweet stated, Gomez has since announced that she's taking a social media break after clapping back at Haley on another resurfaced video where the model made gagging motions after the actress's bestie Taylor Swift's name was mentioned. No, 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 no now why is Tay-Tay in it what right. she do what did she do now see I was team Selena uh, Gomez just now and now I'm off of it mm you could have Tay- you could let Tay-Tay out of this mm
2: I'm Focott and I will continue to Focott
1: yeah I will not be supporting any of the work that these people do that I've never supported or seen
3: I'll
1: do- what do they make music or something oh they just white why ain't people news. ba da da all right, that's it. Let's go into a sword ratchetness, everybody.
3: <coughs>
1: Armed police swoop in, swoop on drunk man who attacked hallway with samurai sword
2: attacked hall- hallway with the hallway he think he did them. what's happening here the
1: hallway why am i in it <laughs> right uh armed police swooped on a man who attacked a hallway wall in a block of flats with the samurai sword after downing a bottle of christmas bonus wine from his employer first of all you know how we know this didn't happen in america it definitely happened in the uk christmas bonus wine bonus wine my nigga nigga is that what like ebenezer scrooge gives out instead of, ah, instead, of a, a bonus. instead of actual money i just i feel like you can't <laughs> even say christmas bonus wine without saying it in an english accent it's like oh do you have some more christmas bonus wine father <laughs> yes you can have some tiny tim you know we drink at the age of 10 here
3: <laughs> just a sip
1: of sip of, Civil wine'll do you good. <laughs> Robert Fairhurst was arrested on this top floor flat on at Daffodil Court. Oh, that street name! This story is so adorable. It's
2: adorable and dangerous all at the same time. A dangerous for the wall. The wall took an L for no reason. We got
1: Christmas bonus wine.
2: Come on, Daffodil Street.
1: We got Daffodil Court. <laughs> We got some hobbits coming uh, across the prairie. I would love to be on Daffodil Lane. <laughs> yeah, we got the hobbits coming across the shire in the in the second half of the story. Come on! Uh, after an alarm resident spotted him staggering in the middle of the road. Oh, he's all hopped up on that Christmas bonus
2: one mm-hmm.
1: He sure wouldn't vodka. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what that's what the Australian dude should have said. I didn't have much alcohol just some Christmas bonus wine it's like oh why did you say so well shit Yeah, we you know all been we there about that. yeah well fuck man I'm not even worried about my ankles don't worry about these stitches it's Christmas bonus wine Um, but yeah uh, Michael Kane prosecuting of North Cheshire magistrates uh, I hope it was the real the Michael Caine we know <laughs> I hope so I'm sorry Mr. Wayne I hope it was him <laughs> I could not do that anyway uh um, how witness susan mcpolland uh her had heard a sound like plastic hitting the ground turned around and saw him put a sword in a case fairhurst also known as robert stewart what why he got so many names was messing with the handle and put the sword inside his jacket oh she went into the shop and these niggas thought he was trunks uh she went into the shop ah. And when they came out, she saw him again by the junction of Pear Tree Avenue and Thorn Road. Oh,
2: these names.
1: Oh yeah, that's where um Harry Potter was killed. His uh dad, his parents. These names. At Thorn Road and and Pear Tree Avenue, <laughs> and he, who, who shall not be named came into... <laughs> and it's a book written by she who shall not be named, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> he went he where he bent down pulled the sword out from under a car if it had a blue handle and a red cord hanging from the hanging from the handle the woman and her daughter headed back to the shop and said what they had seen before looking out and seeing fairhouse st- fairhurst standing by a block of flats and looking up cctv had spotted the defendants waving his defendant waving his arms around and something was glinting as he did so, and assisted armed police in tracking the defendant to Daffodil Court. Uh, over off Gumdrop Lane,
2: <laughs> over off of Lollipop Lookout,
1: over on Sugar Plum Street, it was different. <laughs> uh, <laughs> over at <the> Strawberry Brook. <laughs> uh, so, so they got to <laughs> so they got to sunflower court and officers were packing heat they spoke to residents who said they heard loud banging in the blocks communal hallways now it means a lot that they were packing heat in UK cause they don't all have guns Mm-mm. you gotta rent a gun like a library book
2: <laughs> yes
1: as a cop it's like oh no we got a terror situation hold on hold on we gotta wait let for let we gotta tank. wait for Chippingham you... to get back and return his his gun does it take Apple pay I don't know <laughs> Uh, do you have your gun card? Need to scan it real quick. When you go take a check out a gun at the police station, they'd be like, "Shh, not talking." Talk. Uh, <laughs> uh, may I have one nine millimeter, please? And uh, uh, I think I'll need three bullets. Um, officers packing. He spoke to residents who said they heard loud banging on the block's communal hallways on the top floor. Police found a slice in the plasterboard on the corner of a wall. That's like that poor
2: wall took an L for no reason.
1: That's like the part in the movies where, like, you see the claw marks on a tree and you like, oh shit, it's about to go down. Mm-hmm. They knocked at the defendant's flat, and Fairhurst answered. <gasps> they saw the sword in his case and arrested him. Cowards! Let him have a fighting. <laughs> no, just let him get his sword out at least. Damn. Let him have
0: fighting chance. Yeah.
1: Uh, the defendant said he had drunk a bottle of wine and had been walking around trying to bend to find a bin to put the sword in, but the storage areas were locked. Yeah, but why were you swinging at the yeah, walls?
2: Yeah, yeah. And you was at the house. I don't. I don't. Yeah, get
1: it. I was just trying to throw the sword away into the wall over and over.
2: We don't. We don't believe you. The
1: third, the sliced wall, belonging to Halton Housing, with the damage caused worth fifty pounds. Iron Waits defendant said his client had drunk a bottle from a box of wine that was a Christmas gift from Matthew Clark Alcohol Wholesalers, which had been his employer before Fairhouse lost his job. I wonder why. Oh yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. I've been reading this whole time. I didn't even think about when did this happen. It happened in February, which means this nigga drank the Christmas wine two months late.
2: He was like, I hold on to that to a special occasion. Yeah,
1: this whole time I've been thinking he was like walking down the street and uh, and on Christmas Eve with a hat and shit, you know? Like, nah. Uh, they say he had not threatened anyone with the display of the sword. The handle had been detached and his client had not. I mean,
2: the wall counts. Right. Hashtag, uh, hashtag uh, wall lives matter. <laughs> I mean, that wall would have something to say. He got sliced up.
1: Wall lies matter. Also, I would take it as a threat like if i'm walking outside my apartment and i see a motherfucker slicing the wall up with a sword i it's a threat to me i what i gotta wait for him to personally be like this is gonna happen to you like I, I get it you hitting things that don't feel pain to give me a preview right uh but yeah it said um he also had suffered the breakup of a relationship and job loss
2: oh two for one that's why he put out that's why he put out the the
1: the wine it might be why he pulled out the sword too i, I mean ah, ah! maybe that's why she broke up with him this is how he handled his anger he was sentenced to 16 weeks in prison suspended for 12 months plus a 30-day rehabilitation requirement she ordered him to ensure the wall was repaired uh or paid a 50 pound compensation fairhurst must also pay a 115 pound victim surcharge and and 85 pound prosecution charge cost. Oh,
2: right, every time I turn around, you're going up by the pounds.
1: <laughs> and what is a victim surcharge? The wall. Okay. Yeah, because it didn't seem like there was a victim. The funds are to be deducted from his universal credit. Uh, man, they do a lot different over there. to mm-hmm. him yesterday, the judge, Judge Knight said, damn this all sounds made up right. judge knight <laughs> uh, Where's he at? on sugar plum lane yeah he had a helmet on it sounded like an echo when he was decreeing I know. this thing
2: what's his place at in smurf village hear ye
1: hear ye
3: <laughs> uh,
1: you know what's in their mind what you are doing with a samurai sword members of the public who saw that and a man staggering about on three occasions certainly it caused them alarm I accept the main eyewitness said she didn't see you threatening to waving a sword around at the time of the uh, that allows me to suspend the custodial sentence at the time of the incident Cheshire and North Wales, uh Alliance Armed Policing Unit tweeted that they had arrested a male in a dwelling with a sword an armed patrol was sighted in the area the following day also. What, in case he came back? <laughs> it might be a sword game. <laughs> be on the lookout. Be on the lookout. The other are gonna come looking
2: for him. <laughs> there can only be one. What is that music? <laughs> why did it get cloudy all of a sudden where did lightning come from I mean, everybody confused and
1: shit I'm lightning McQueen I'm looking for uh, yes. that's why he had two names Fairhood, Fairhurst and whatever his other name was <laughs> he was a highlander yes we just didn't know it he, he actually had many names since he was created <laughs> <laughs> I used to be Thornfield McQueen now, <laughs> now I go by John Withen- Witherington uh, alright y'all that's it um, yes, it is. This has been the show. This has been fun. Oh, I'm glad you had a good time. Always. When, uh, I think it got a little loosey goosey in the end, but that's when the edible <laughs> kicked in and that's fine. All right, everything's all right. We're gonna figure out this crowdcast thing. It's gonna be. We will. It's gonna be fine. Mm-hmm. If not, we'll be on YouTube or some shit. I don't know. Yeah,
2: we'll find a platform.
1: You know, we may have to stop playing music at the beginning to conserve hours. I don't know. We'll find out together, everybody. Mm-hmm. Until next time don't forget our sale okay you we got a sale going check our social medias we're promoting to the 15th to the 15th um and don't forget probably no show tomorrow all right so uh, oh and i was a guest on a podcast um for fans that are crossover fans of not just the blackout tips but the uh firestarter podcast uh which i'll you know one of my favorite podcasts mm-hmm. uh period um we were on a podcast um uh with all the fans of the show now if you know firestarter it was a bit of a sausage fest and i would, <laughs> i believe it was because like a like charmaine couldn't couldn't make it you know i think she couldn't make it and so you know charmaine is they refer to her on the show all the time when they talk about how they ain't got no women fans and stuff um but yeah um we we did this podcast and it was like Leonard Brothers was there I'm trying to think of the people y'all know uh mm-hmm. you know some of y'all may know Casey Stork um mm-hmm. so um we we just reminisced about the podcast
2: it's like I had a good time I I, I love to listen you know to y'all and stuff like that and it's one of the things with it's it's a running it's a running joke that I'm the queen of tanks over there.
1: Yeah, and so the podcast is called. Since we last spoke with Danny Foxworth, um, and I think that uh, episode is called Salutations, which is the way they start every episode mm-hmm. of Firestarter. Um, but yeah, man, it's an hour and a half of just uh, us laughing about people that are super fans of that show, laughing about that show um and i'll just hit y'all with the same uh warning i give everybody one is the 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 firestarter podcast is not like our show Mm-mm. so don't you know um but then i'm a huge fan of of, of them and yes, their yes they are a lot um, of fun you know they're part of the reason that i uh they're part of the reason that i you know like think about stuff so hard because sometimes they present a point where i'm like i didn't think about that and then sometimes they'll say something that just makes me more adamant in the way i feel and i'll be like agreed i feel like oh this made my point even sharper because i'm now considering people who say stuff like this um but yeah shout out to those dudes um and uh don't forget to check out that podcast if you're crossover fans of us both um all right until next time i love you i